Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, July 20th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. Grace, who was the yeah. person you had on Tell Me on a Sunday this past Sunday? Sarah Dooley. I don't she's know amazing. She um, she's a comedian. She's also, and that's kind of like what I talk about there is that I found her through comedy and stand up and like women in New York got to stick together when you're doing the stand up bracket. And I discovered her album. I thought it was going to be a comedy album. And then I listened to it and it's, it's great. It's, it's music. She's a singer. She, wow. she wrote a beautiful album. And so I was just like, Hey, can I do like not my normal show with you? Can I like kind of take it track by track and ask you the stories behind these oh, songs? Cool. Cause I felt like they were there. So Sarah Dooley, she's amazing. Awesome. Very cool. And people can find that in only very limited places where people find podcasts, right? Everywhere podcasts oh, exist. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted <laughs> to make forest. sure. In the forest. In the forest. Under a mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has a podcast, I hope. Uh, Yeah, we've got we've got some at least everyone should have at least one kind of like, you know, a a, a reliable deodorant. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So make sure that you're on our Patreon, by the way, so that you can get the news before everybody else. It's patreon.com slash Broadway radio. And Matt and I, uh, this is the start of our week together, you could say. Um, I know that you watched Megadoon. I feel like we're Mm going to talk about that at some point. Just saying. Yeah, we, uh, we I believe we're going to record our roundtable at the end of the week, so it'll probably pop yeah. up in the Patreon feed over the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I have watched the full season as of last conversation. Ashley has watched the first half of the season, and I believe yeah. you have yet to watch any episodes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm so happy that nobody has spoiled anything. This is very Marvel for the theater universe, in my opinion. <laughs> so um, I'm very excited about it, even though I know that there, I mean, Aaron Tveit is in it, like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's all theater stars. It's all yeah. theater stars. So I, I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. But um, it wouldn't be Broadway radio if we didn't start out with some Andrew Lloyd Webber news. Poor Ashley is not on the show today, but here we are. He <laughs> tweeted a statement that, of course, we're going to link to you in the show notes that you can fully read, but basically started off with like, Freedom Day has turned into Closure Day. Uh, he tweeted about the fact that his Cinderella is not going to go on as planned on the West End due to a COVID-19 outbreak. The show has decided to stop performances July 17th due to a positive COVID-19 case and was set to resume July 19th when we're recording this. However, a spokesperson for the musical said it's hard to see a route forward under the current rules, but we will do everything we can to come back. Previews began on June 25th at the Jillian Lynn Theater at 50% capacity, much to his chagrin. And uh, they were set to have an opening night for July 20th. Today's show, it's not happening. I I don't understand this because (laughs) here's the thing. The reason he said opening day has become closure day is because literally on the 19th, all of the requirements uh, in the UK have been lifted. So there are no rules that are forcing him to do this. He is doing this voluntarily. We also know that Andrew Lloyd Webber has been one of the people really driving to get theater back. And I just kind of feel like this is ALW saying, I'm a billionaire. I'm going to take my ball and go home. Um, It feels like this is a big middle finger to the government, which... I'm fine with giving a middle finger to the government, but it also seems like I don't I don't get what the point of this is. If everything was opening back up and they were already planning on all of this, I don't get it. And and I am sure that there are some intric- uh, intricacies that people in the UK understand that I don't, but I I don't 
get it. Like I, it, yeah. it just seems very weird. I, I'm but not. Like, I, yeah. To give context to what Matt is talking about, July 19th was the day that they were entering step four in England of, you know, lifting COVID-19 restrictions for most enclosed spaces and theater venues. And several shows in the West End have had to announce cancellations besides Cinderella due to backstage COVID-19 cases. Like the start of Wonderville was delayed nearly a week to start uh, July 21st. We don't know if that's still going to happen. You know, we're, we're recording this before. Uh, performances for Hairspray were canceled from July 5th through the 14th, but additional cases are pushed to hopefully resume on Tuesday, July 20th for today, <laughs> New York, you know, is starting to panic. So I don't know. I mean, I've seen so many tweets by actors being like, guys, 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 because we're all supposed to start in September. We've been talking about this, mm -hmm. right? Um, but uh, yeah, you're right. I don't know. It feels weird. It totally feels weird. Well, first off, they've completely bungled this. It's been horribly handled. And I don't feel like um, it's going to be that much better here in the U.S. other than I don't see us going backwards in terms of restrictions. I, you know, maybe New York will because it is a more progressive city. But as a whole, I just don't see them go waffling back and forth. I feel like we've gotten to the point where people won't accept that or a certain group of people won't accept that. Where in the UK, what we've seen is they've said, yay, you can reopen everything. And then, oh, no, 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 just kidding. We're going to change it here again. I don't see the U.S. doing that. Um, I, I just, Ashley and I talked about it on yesterday's show, so I don't want to beat a dead horse, but it's like yeah. we are seeing numbers rise dramatically. And what's terrifying is, is as the Delta variant continues yeah. to get much more widespread, we are seeing more people who are double vaccinated getting the virus. Yes. And granted, they are generally not um, symptomatic or very mildly symptomatic. So that's great. The, vir the the vaccine is doing its job. But the more people that get it, the more it spreads. Like spreads, yeah. it's not going anywhere because we haven't done the work to get it done. 70% of the country has done the work, but there's still 30% of the country who is screwing it up by being pigheaded <laughs> and, and bass backwards. So I don't know. I, I This just seems like a classic case of people... Um, putting other things important in front of the most important things. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, getting back to theater is super important. I, you know, theater is like my church, so I miss it greatly. <laughs> but like, you can't go to church if you're dead. Yeah. Oh, you heard it here, folks. Um, I mean, like to that point, though, in the UK, because the UK is kind of like being the first ones to start most of these productions, like Netflix had to partially stop production on the film adaptation of Matilda because of a coronavirus outbreak. And then it, that's the second time Netflix has had to like stop production on something because Bridgerton paused on Saturday and they're now around like 50,000 positive cases in the UK. So it's just, yeah, with this new variant, it's just very scary. I had my, I'll talk about it later in the show, but I had my first theater experience. I think like first like formal theater experience at the Cherry Lane mm -hmm. this past Saturday. And yeah, so uh, it's scary. Um, I guess we should pause in the show right now to talk about our sponsor for this week, Upstart. If 
you're carrying a credit card balance month to month, it can feel like like this never ending story. Nope, cycle of debt. Upstart can help you make that final payment so that you can get ahead. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online, whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debts, funding personal expenses. We all have them. I love an oat chai. That's a personal expense. <laughs> Over half a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. And what's great about Upstart is that they know that you are more than just that random number that the credit agencies assign to you. They look at things way beyond that, and they are trying to expand access to loans beyond just credit. Unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income, your current employment to find the smartest rate for you. With just a five minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 and $50,000. You can receive those funds as fast as one business day as well as soon as you accept the loan that you've decided on. Yeah, so find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Broadway. That's U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash Broadway. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit and comes to another information provided in your loan application. Don't forget, go to upstart.com slash Broadway. Yeah, let's talk about assassins. Uh, I don't know. I'm not great at segues, guys, the, the, but that's the, how I... The musical, not like people no. who kill heads of state. Oh, no, no, no. I, I mean bad people. Okay. <laughs> Well, no, we're talking about classic stage company. Come on, guys. This is a better podcast. Uh, they just released their upcoming season, and we are thrilled to know that the cast of Assassins is scheduled to appear November 2021. It's so close, I can taste it. In the fall of 2022, however, a man of no importance will be revived as well. Additionally, two premieres have been announced. Marcus Gardley's Black Odyssey, which is like a reimagining of the Odysseus saga set in like modern day Harlem. Hello, winter 2022. And Francis Yachu Cowhing's Snow in Midsummer, Summer 2022. Since 2016, the resident artistic director of CSE has been John Doyle. However, this will be his last season after directing both Assassins and A Man of No Importance. No word on who will replace him, but I will play the game made famous by Billy Eichner called For a Dollar Name a Woman. <laughs> yeah, this is very exciting. Uh, this is the one theater ticket that I had that wouldn't give me a refund. Uh, oh my because, God, same. Yeah, so they were like, hey, wait and we'll give you first access. So I've got, whenever they decide to do that, they're going to send out um, an email to all of the previous ticket holders. They're going to say, here's your access to get you know, to pick your date. So that's, that's what I'm going to be, I guess, build my uh, next New York trip around grace is uh, whatever day I can exchange my assassin's ticket for. Um, but yeah, John Doyle has been an interesting choice for CSC and obviously a Tony winner known for his minimalizing, um, shows for his actor musician stuff. Um, so who knows what is going to happen at CSC after that, but I am so excited for assassins. And I think, I mean, I don't know if everybody from the previously announced cast is going to be with it, but I think a lot of them are. They said the reports are saying that everybody should be joining. Awesome. And then with a little asterisk. So I, <laughs> I hope that that's the case. <laughs> right. So it's like everybody but that one person you wanted to see. I suck know. it. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. As long as I have like Tavi Gevinson doing her normal Tavi Gevinson voice, I'm good. You know, yeah, that's that, Tavi is the one that I was really looking forward to. Are you joking? Yes. 
Okay, cool. Uh, Lincoln Center Theater has shifted opening night for their upcoming production of Flying Over Sunset. They will begin performances Thursday, November 11th and open on Monday, December 13th at the Vivian Beaumont Theater. Uh, that was kind of given to us right before the show started. So we wanted to make sure mm-hmm. that we threw it in because, uh, yeah, I mean, as as we get new dates for shows, they kind of shift all the time. I feel like marking your calendar for an open night right now is Do it LOL. Do it in pencil. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're able to change your um, your Excel spreadsheet. So yes, there you are. Uh, opening night for the public theater, Shakespeare in the Park. Mary Wives will be postponed. Jacob Ming Trent uh, sustained an injury on stage and the official press opening will now be on August 9th instead of July 27th to support his full recovery. So my favorite theater in New York City, the Cherry Lane, is the oldest continuously running off-Broadway theater in New York. It's getting a new owner. It was just sold for $11 million. Uh, It's going to the Lucille Lortel uh, Theater Foundation. And, you know, what I found interesting is that, oh, and under the new leadership of executive director George Forbes, the new owners expect like a seamless transition. I noticed on their website when I was there literally on Saturday that all of the emails that you could direct about the production that I was seeing were directed to the Lucille Lortel Foundation. And I was like, that's a little weird. Why wouldn't it go to the Cherry Lane? And so I kind of had like an inkling that something was going on, but I was like, oh, the peaceful transition of power. We love to see it. You know, it's located on, uh, it's it's located in Greenwich Village, like literally Uh, two streets away from the Lucille Lortel Theater. And the last show, the show that I just saw was Jacqueline Novak's Get On Your Knees. It transferred from the Cherry Lane to the Lucille Lortel. So I feel like they've been working on this for like over two years. Um, So yeah. Yeah, that's great. I love, yeah, I love the Cherry Lane. I love seeing shows there. Also, what I hope they don't change is they often have random five o'clock shows on Saturday that has many times allowed me to do three show days or even four show days on Saturdays. So I hope they don't decide to like get on a more traditional schedule um, under the new ownership because that'll really uh, annoy me in terms of scheduling things. (laughs) No, that's good to know. I didn't know that. I I will say this was the first time that I've been in like a normal full capacity theater experience. And we were uh, checked for our full vaccination. Um, That's how I discovered that on my vaccine card, the second dose was not filled out by my technician. And um, yeah, so it looks like I just had my first dose and I've had my second one since April. Um, And they were like, do you have any other proof? And I was like, this is when I got a donut. Um, so that was kind of funny, but then when we got inside, we were still asked, we were required to wear a mask the entire show. I mean, Jacqueline's about to go on tour, so, uh, you know, can't risk any situation. So even with being double vaccinated and in the theater, fully masked, this is how, you know, uh, this theater is going forward. They're one of the first ones to open in New York city. So I'm curious to make sure like, you know, if all of that works, if, if this is how mm-hmm. we're able to move forward. Uh, yeah. Cause you guys talked about, um, uh, Passover yesterday, yeah. correct? Requiring yeah. vaccination. Yeah. Yep. When and we were all for that everywhere, forever. I'm yeah. Fine with that. I'm um I'm I'm going to be at the very first preview, so I will give you guys a play by play of how that all went down. I'm going to try to keep really great notes about you know uh, the the whole theater experience and kind of like watch others deal with it, how they're scanning in, all that good stuff. Awesome. So I'll keep you posted. Are you guys looking for sex? Well, you can head down to Bucks County Playhouse where they have literally just ended the world premiere of Is There Still Sex in the City? It's a new stage show written and starring Candace Bushnell, who is the best-selling author and creator of Sex and the City. They're hoping to bring this particular production to NYC to capitalize on the HBO reboot of Sex and the City sans Samantha. That's the official <laughs> title. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, not. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about um, Sex in the City, but I think people like it. So I guess this would probably do well. For culture reasons, you absolutely have to watch it, Matt. Mm. Culturally speaking. Do I? There's so many. How, when else will you see Chris Sieber bang Samantha? It is absolutely hysterical. Anyways, um, as part of its restart stages initiative, uh, Lincoln Center Theater will inaugurate its concert cabaret series with Tony Award winner and truly icon of our time, Brian Stokes Mitchell in this new concert, Out With The Old, In With The New, beginning tomorrow, Wednesday, July 21st through Friday, July 23rd at the restart stage at Damrush Park. Boom. Uh, yeah, anytime you can see Stokes, it is well worth it, whether it's outside at a new concert venue on stage virtually i do not miss a chance to uh to see him perform anytime i can make him hear you clap uh, in the audience please clap. i should quit um all right so <laughs> have any recommendations all right Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash broadwayradio. You get the news before everybody else and exclusives like us talking about Schmigadoon and all that great stuff. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Matt, where can people find you? Uh, You can find me at BWW Matt. Uh, Thank you guys so much. We will see you tomorrow. 